Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. He shakes off a couple of pitches. Now ready and fires at a curve. Freezes Otani. He's got to look it. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278 on this Saturday. We want to hear from you. A lot to get to, a lot to get into in this game. As the A's, it's not the outcome that you want. But there are some things that you can look at and really break down and go, uh, very interesting. And stuff that you can actually build on. And this is not about sugarcoating it. This is actually some stuff that we saw today that was really good. Ken Korak joins us. uh, And and I'll tell you, Ken, one of the things to really look at in this game is after the first inning, how well J.P. Sears, not just not how he threw the ball, how he located the ball. His location yeah. after the first inning was absolutely spot on for the majority of the start. It really reminded me of that game, and we mentioned this on the broadcast that he had against the Rangers, Chris, in Arlington, where he gave up four in the first, then shut down the Rangers the rest of the way, and you swing the momentum in your favor when the other team can't add on, and eventually the A's came back and won that game. Didn't happen today, but you're right. And he's also, I think he goes after the hitters. I think he pitches with a lot of confidence, Chris. And let's face it, the starting pitching has been a huge struggle this year, but he's been their most consistent starter for me. When you watch on television, we've now had it for years, and you see the box. Now, I know you're calling play-by-play, so you got to focus on something else. But when we're at home watching it, you see with J.P. Sears in the first inning, he's well inside the box. The other five innings, he's on the outer perimeter of the box. He has the type of control. You know, other ace pitchers, they're just trying to get it in the box, for God's sakes. But J.P. Sears, when he pitches to the outer ends of the box Mm -hmm. versus inside the box, because he doesn't have the velocity to live inside the box. When he's on the outer perimeter, boy, he is good. And he he also, though, needs to come inside to the right-handed hitters. He's not afraid to come in. Now get well off the inside when he comes in with his fastball. The other thing that Scott Emerson has been imploring him to do in working with Langoliers and Carlos Perez also mix up the changeup. So there's a pitch that goes away from the right-handed hitters. So, yeah, no, he has a chance. He he really has has an idea out there, Chris, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, he has an idea, and that's always good to see. Yes, it is. And we can... You know, this is Houston's first chance to see Ruiz. And when we talk about this kid's first year, we mentioned this when he's been in the Northeast, especially against the Yankees, now against the defending world champs. You want to shine in front of the big boys, and Ruiz has been able to do that. Well, and the other thing, too, and I was keeping track of this earlier this year. I'm not anymore. I need to get back to it. Is the number of times you have a stolen base E2. Because there's the, the stolen base percentage isn't dramatically better than last year. Overall, we mentioned on the broadcast it's about 3% better. But 
with him leading the league. And Martin Maldonado is one of the best catchers we've seen in the last 10, 12 years in baseball. But yet Ruiz forces two E2s. He's at first base. All of a sudden he's at third because of the stolen base E2. When Maldonado threw it down there when he really didn't have a chance. So that's the impact that he has. And there have been several stolen base E2s when he's been running. And now all of a sudden you turn a single and a walk into a triple. And you throw two stolen bases in there and all of a sudden uh, we're keeping track uh, of this on a daily basis. He's now on pace for 79 stolen bases. So when he when he has these games, when he puts up two or three, it really changes the outlook if he can stay consistent. To uh, He's on a record-breaking yeah. pace right now for the American League record for most stolen bases in a season, 66 by Kenny Lofton. By a rookie. By right? a rookie. A rookie, yeah. He's... Um, He's the most exciting guy in the bases the A's have had since the greatest of all time. I think we can safely say that. Well, the I mean, greatest of all good time, ones, if, you know? you think, if you think about this, yeah. the greatest of all time, uh, la- last time he stole 70 bases as an A was 1983. Right. You know, so, like, I mean, this would be doing something. If he gets over, if he breaks that rookie record and gets over 70, he's doing something Ricky Henderson hasn't done since 1983. And he could probably steal 50 now if he was playing, Ricky, right? But, you know, Ruiz had two By hits. the all-star break. Right, two more <laughs> hits today. And he came into today hitting 320 in May. So you got to get on base to steal bases. And he doesn't walk much. He gets hit by a ton of pitches. But his average is up close to 290. You're right around 290 now, Chris. So you, you got to get on base, and he's done that. Well, you know, looking at the looking at the clock here, knowing that you're two hours ahead, you could – you got you got enough time for a nice dinner in Houston. That would be two out of three nights for that in Houston for us. Congratulate. Well, you go have a, Why are you talking <laughs> well, to me? Get out of here. <laughs> okay, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, are you kidding me? You got a nice. Houston's got some great restaurants. I. You know what? A lot of people bag on places they've never been before, or they've spent very little time there. Like I hear people say stuff, and I and I always go, really, have you been there? Have you? Uh, I've been to Houston quite a bit. I've been to all throughout Texas. I mean, when you work in sports, you're gonna you're gonna hit up Dallas, you're gonna hit up Arlington, you're gonna hit up Houston, you're gonna hit up San Antonio, been to Austin. Uh, I've had some good times in Houston, and there's definitely some great restaurants. It's a massive city. What's the fourth largest population wise? Fourth or fifth? Some good restaurants. In Houston, so go get them tonight, Ken Cork. But uh, unfortunately for the Athletics, they lose three to two. But man, some really good things in this game, which I'm going to focus on. I've already told you, if you're grinding out wins and losses at this point, I don't expect you to be happy. I'm not happy. I'm not going to sell happiness. I know some of my colleagues want to sell happiness at ten and thirty-seven. Nobody should be happy. Not at all. Nobody. This is historically bad that's that's the real but once again the only way to get out of this is to find guys that can help you get you out of this darkness and because there have been times where teams have been really 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 bad and they don't find players and then you go through these long periods as we have said before, we've brought it up. I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago that the Pittsburgh Pirates went 20 years without being 500. 20 years. That is a long – we only live so long on this earth. You don't want to go like a third of your life watching your ball club never be 500 you got to find the players to bring you out of the darkness. And today is a day where you saw some of those players shine. We'll talk about it with your phone calls. 833-625-2278 next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You know, in the end, you got beat by a guy who right now is really as good as it gets. Jordan is a very, very special player. And, you know, you go back and love ladies pitch to him. Not great. I mean, you really, you can't, you can't let him get his arms extended. He gets his arms extended, it's death. Because he has the ability, I mean, in the very first inning. I mean, we've seen him take the balls deep. And the A's have actually gotten away with a few. But if anything, if I'm left-handed and I'm pitching to Jordan Alvarez, I've got to crowd him. I, he's a big man. It can be scary, but I can't allow him to get those arms extended. As Ken was just talking about, J.P. Sears pitching inside to righties, lefties have to be able to get it in, up and in. Because we know the happy zone for lefties is down. The way they have always traditionally, the way they're built, and they just drop the bad head if it's down in the zone. And it kind of doesn't matter if it's in, middle, or away. They like to drop the bad head, and the ball just goes. You got to get up on lefties. I was just in a great example of just listening to this uh, conversation with Will Clark. And Will Clark was a great example of that. If you were going to get Will, when he was hot in his prime, if you were going to get him out, you had to bust him up and in. You had to get underneath his hands. You can't allow him to get that barrel extended. And if you go, and I'm looking at it right now, it was the fifth pitch of the at-bat. It's not outside. It's just, it would be, just a little bit outside middle of the plate. It's dead in the strike zone. 94 miles an hour. He's a huge guy. He just gets the bad head out. Bang, it's out to right field. If you're going to go away, you got to go away. If you're going to go in, you got to go up and in. Jordan Alvarez is a very special talent. He's truly one of the great hitters in our game. And you make a mistake, he makes you pay. It's ball game over. Now, am I going to call this a learning experience? And what, what, what I'm trying to tell everybody is there are certain people you have to watch. Love Lady will not be here long term. Love Lady is not. When the A's are next time they're in the playoffs, odds are he's not here. So is that a learning experience? No. The learning experience is seeing Ruiz not once but twice base hit, stolen base, get get to a third on E2s, challenging the defense, showing the best team, because right now the Astros are still the best team in baseball. And you go, what? What are you talking about? They don't have the best record. Hey, records, they don't mean anything once you get into the postseason. Until you knock these dudes off, until you send them home, last time I checked when I look at the scorecard, 
They're the team that's been to the ALCS six straight years. And in those six straight years, they've been to four World Series, won two of them, and they're the defending champs. You are the defending champs until somebody knocks you out. That's how it works. You've got the championship belt. When someone knocks you out, then they're done. But until you knock them out, so it doesn't matter. You can tell me, oh, my God, well, look at the record of the Rays. And, I, and by the way, I, I did that report in the third inning about the Orioles. The Orioles come back to win that game in extra innings. So they are the second team to reach 30 wins. This American League East is incredible. They are trending to be the best division per win percentage-wise in the history of not in the history of baseball, but in modern baseball and in the wild card era. We have a lot of different checkpoints when we say, but in the wild card era, because the two best are actually AL West, 2001, 2001 and 2002. Right now, they're trending win percentage of all of their teams to be the best ever in the wild card era. Yeah, I kind of slipped there. Shouldn't have said modern era, wild card era. The East is a beast, and the Orioles getting the win today, good to see. But when you're watching A's players right now, who's getting better? Which of the young guys? And Ruiz is special, and that's why I, I love that what he did against the Yankees, now what he's doing against the Astros. They're seeing the best players, the best teams are seeing how good this kid is. Noda with the double and a run scored in the fourth. Has the sack fly. I wish he would have brought in. He had a chance for another RBI, but he K'd. But he's productive again. Good to see Brent Rooker get two hits because Rooker had really fallen off. And that's going to be the question. Can he get another hot streak? Because, wait, you know, you get hot and have a month. Well, baseball doesn't end after one month. And if you go cold, your numbers can drop really fast. Uh, if you're not checking, I, I also talked about this in the third inning with Matt Chapman. I, I don't have the box score in front of me for that game today between the Orioles and the Blue Jays. But Matt Chapman was so hell on wheels for the first month where he was hitting 372. Had an OPS of 1,150. He was killing it. And everybody's like, oh, my God, the contract year. He's going to go nuts, and he's going to sign. And then all of a sudden, April hits. Going into today's action, very much like Brent Rooker, Chapman this month's hitting 182. That's a big difference from month to month, right? 372 to 182. From a 1,150 OPS to this month, his OPS is 487. 487. Zero dingers. So that great start has really slowed down. And it's the same thing for Rook. Can Rook get it going again? Maintain the numbers. That's why when people tell you batting average doesn't matter, they're lying to you. They're lying. And the proof is in the math. It's a game of math. Everything you do is turned into equation. And the more hits you get, yes, I want home runs. Yes, I want triples. Yes, I want doubles. I want extra base hits. But the way to keep your math going, you got to get hits. Because if you don't hit... It really hurts these math equations. That's what analytics are. Now, you can keep up your slug with home runs, but if you want to have, you want to be the type of guy that's consistent and has, like, great wars, great OPS, great OPS plus, all this type of stuff, you still got to be able to get some hits because there's going to be the times when you're not hitting home runs. And if you're not hitting home runs, you're not contributing to these analytics. So if you're not hitting home, you got to be productive. You got to either got to be walking or you got to be getting some base hits or you will fall off fast. Case in point, look at Matt Chapman. 
Matt Chapman was hitting for power and hitting for average. He had an OPS for the month of 1,150. The minute he stopped hitting home runs and stopped getting base hits, his OPS dropped to 487. Talk about a dramatic change. Oh, wow. So if you're not hitting dingers, you still got to be productive. Hopefully Rooker will be that. We got a lot to talk about. Your phone call is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We're going to hear from Mark Kotze. We're going to hear from J.P. Sears. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And some plays in this game, too. Let's not forget Nick Allen's playing the seventh inning on Bregman to end the inning. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not I'm not hating on anybody, but Alemis Diaz does not make that play to get the A's out of the inning. Going into the hole there, the 5.5 hole. That was spectacular. A's have been playing better defense. There was a great pick today by Noda at first base. Um, You know, the outfield configuration right now, I don't know how long that's going to stay. But you look at the outfield right now, I think it's really good to help Ruiz with having essentially two center fielders on his left and his right. Now, that's not sexy to talk about. But it's just, hey, how, how do we help Ruiz become this super player we want him to become? Well, he's not great defensively. He, he, he has a lot of speed, but that doesn't mean you are good at what you do defensively just because you have speed. You have to be able to read. You got to be able to react. You got to take good jumps. It's all that stuff that's foreign to him now because he still plays the outfield like he's a middle infielder problem and I've kind of investigated this Este Uri Ruiz wasn't a great middle infielder that's why the Padres moved him to outfield now to be fair there was some really good competition that was when the Padres had and for whatever this means I never buy into it but you know we got to create content MLB.com and Baseball America, and everybody's got to create content. So they rank the minor league systems, which is a – Jim Callis from MLB.com told us on A's Cast Live, no joke. 
and he's one of the gurus, and we love having him on Ace Cast Live. That's our weekly talk show, Monday through Friday, two and a half hours before first pitch. And he told us, listen, you can kind of trust the top five rankings and the bottom five. So when they say we're going to rank the minor league system for all 30 teams, you can trust the top five. You can trust the bottom five rankings. He says everybody else, man, it's like picking it's like picking out of a hat. How do you know the difference between the team that we're ranking 12th and the team we're ranking 15th? Or the team we're ranking 21st, ver- uh, or should not, that wouldn't be top five. Team we're ranking 18th versus 13th. They don't know. So I think a lot of that's a guess. But when Ruiz was trying to play middle infielder for in the Padres organization, the Padres technically were ranked the number one farm system. They had a lot of good young players. And they were loaded up the middle. So they went, hey, this kid offensively can play. Let's put him in the outfield. Well, it kind of scares me a little bit, I'll be honest, that he wasn't considered good enough to play in the middle infield. Now you send him out in the outfield. He's not a stranger to the outfield, folks. He's been playing in the outfield. He's just, he hasn't gotten it yet. So if he didn't get it in the middle of the infield and he hasn't gotten it in center field yet, you kind of go, eh, maybe he's just not going to be great defensively. But give him time. But that's why I think it's good right now to flank him with center fielders. You've got, we know what a terrific outfielder Ramon Laureano is. And we're finding out how good of an outfielder J.J. Blade is. J.J. Blade put on a clinic last night in left field, and he's a center fielder. I mean, this is why in a year like this, when you're 10 and 37, you go and find you got a lot of questions. Find the answers, and the answer may be long-term. J.J. Blade in center field. J.J. Blade is a big kid who can run. He's got a good arm. Maybe J.J. Blade is the answer in center field. Now, he's going to have to hit, but he's got all the makings. But defensively, he can play. There's no question. So it's going to help Ruiz having center fielders to his left and his right. They can cover a lot of ground. Now, the, the, the thing with J.P. Sears, what I love about the box on television, you can really follow along. And this is going to be the same thing for James Caprillion. These, these hitters in, in today's baseball are so conditioned to hit velocity. They train on velocity. They crank up. The, these new pitching machines they have are incredible. They can throw all these different pitches. They can throw them on commands. They have remotes. You know, back in the day, we just had the we just had the jugs machines, and they would pump out different velocities. Then you could like change the wheel speeds for it to throw a breaking ball. But now they can just hit a button, and the new machines will throw you a, a slider, will throw you a curveball, will throw a fastball. You can, I mean, and they can crank them up, and they can they can bring the heat. These guys are geared for velocity. So if you're up there throwing 93, or even Caps case, going to be, we'll see tomorrow, 92-91. That's not scaring anybody. But that's okay. You pitch. You're not a thrower. You're not a thrower anymore. You're J.P. Sears, you're a pitcher. Modern-day lefties, from the days of the Tom Glavins of the world, now modern-day lefties are going to throw like 93-94. That's what you see with Mueller, 93. You, 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 they're, they're not going to be 88-87 anymore. They're now going to be 93. You know, pitchers are evolving. They throw harder. But 93, to guys that are used to seeing 99 and 98, you've got to live on the perimeter of that box on television. Up, down, in, out, but always in the perimeter. You go inside that box like Love Lady did today to Jordan Alvarez, and it's gone. You can't live there. I don't think really anybody can live there, but you can get away with being in there with certain velocities and if you got wicked stuff. 
By the way, the A's have now given up a home run in 23 straight games. 23. And during that time, during that streak, 38 home runs total. Ouch. But cap is going to be the same thing tomorrow. Watch the box. And everybody come back tomorrow and tell me how it worked out. If he lives on the outer perimeter of the box, he's got a shot. He lives inside that box. It won't be a pretty day. And you look at the great pitchers. The great pitchers did not live in the center of the strike zone. You just don't. You live there. That's the danger zone. Where's Kenny Loggins? You got the uh, Top Gun danger zone. Remember that, Scott Pastorino, when you were growing up? Tom Cruise? Yeah, you're flying in the danger zone if you're hanging inside the box. You do not want to be there. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. A's with the loss 3-2. to two. We're going to hear from the skipper and the lefty next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Hey, A's fans. You know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. J.P. Sears. Oh, wow, the Kentucky Derby was today? Where the heck have I been? Was it the Preakness? I thought the Belmont was the last one. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it was the Preakness. It's at Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby winner was third. It was the Preakness today. I don't know. I just, it's baseball season. And I've been watching a little PGA championship. JP Sears, six innings, five hits, two runs, both third, one walk, seven strikeouts. Yes. Is he getting better? That's what you want to see. We're now heading to June. You got to ask, are you getting better? I mean, this is, last time I checked, this is the coach's job. 
Their job is to get these players better. No matter what, at some point, we should be watching all of these guys start to improve. I want to see the hitters get better. I want to see them play better defense. I, I Scott Emerson, I want to see the pitchers get better, be more efficient. And J.P. Sears is doing that. Let's hear from the lefty. Yeah, obviously, uh, not not happy with how the game started. Um, yeah, settled in. Um, yeah, just uh, just uh, feel like I located my fastball pretty well the last five innings, and um, you know, kept guys off the slider a little bit, and uh, you know, fastball played up good for me today. And um, yeah, just trying to like fill up the zone after that long first inning, and you know, just trying to keep the team in the game, and um, I feel like I did that. You threw a 37 pitch first inning, you threw 55 pitches after that. Could you just tell you were locked in after that first? Yeah, I think that, you know, they came out with a good approach. You know, they were a little bit patient at first, maybe throw some pitches, and then, um, you know, we're on some good pitches that I left over in the middle of the plate. So, um, you know, just got to be a little better there in the first inning of just attacking guys with my with my strengths and locating a little bit better. Um, you know, I was a little unhappy with that, how I faced Tucker that first at bat where I felt like I got in on good and left slider over the plate. Um, you know, he's a good hitter. and going to do damage on balls over the plate. So, um, yeah, I think just um, just trying to stay attack mode and, you know, just do my best to um, keep guys off my fastball and, you know, use it more of a weapon later in the bat. So. Was there one pitch or one moment there when you're facing Jolks? One hit there and it's yeah, four or five nights. For sure, for sure. Um, and even the pitch I struck him out on wasn't necessarily a great pitch, um, but it did its job. Um, yeah, you're just trying to slow the game out there whenever you know, stuff starts to kind of go fast. And, um, yeah, I was kind of fortunate to get out of that. And, uh, you know, it could have gotten a lot worse. And, uh, you know, defense made some great plays for me. JJ made some great plays on that line. And, um, you know, they, they played solid and you know, helped me out and got me some runs there later in the game. So, um, yeah, I was overall you know, pretty happy with how it went. How important was the start, not just for you, but for the pitchers? Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, you know, we started the year off slow. And, you know, now that we're in the middle parts of the year, you know, we – you know, we want to win. We want to be out there. You know, I want to get a win, and um, that's part of baseball is just having to grind and you know, just find the things that you can get better at throughout the year, and just try and um, you know, amplify the good things and you know, reduce the bad things. So, you know, we're going to continue to do that, and you know, hopefully the stuff will start to turn around for us. You know, there's no moral victories necessarily, but do you see the improvement, do you see the consistency that you're giving this season? Yeah, for sure. I felt pretty good my last five or so, um, just as far as how my stuff's playing and the results I'm getting. So. Um, you know, just gonna try and stay, stay, stay on the attack mode, and, and just trying, you know, get five, six innings, seven innings every time I go out there. You mean like the last five starts? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I've uh, dialed in with my fastball, and it's, it's felt a lot better. And you know, when my fastball's playing up and playing good, I just feel like I have to be, you know, don't have to be as fine with my other pitches, and I can just let them work, you know, in or off on guys. So. Um, yeah, that's just kind of my approach. Yeah, I think it was 60% fastball today and yeah. then the sweeper after that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the fastball has been what's got me here in my career, so I'm going to stick with that. But uh, also, you know, a lot of a lot of good big league hitters out there that can still hit fastballs even if they're well, well located. So, you know, just trying to keep them off balance. It is true. There, there are no moral victories. But you do have to find out what do you do well, and what don't you do well? And how are you getting better? And what you need to work on? That's why I just don't understand when we hear people talk about it's early, it's this, I'm not worried, things are going to turn around. There's not a business, and this is a business, there's not a business that doesn't always try and get better. And it doesn't matter how successful you are. Even the most successful businesses out there are trying to figure out how do we get better? How do we grow? How do we get more efficient? But for some reason, sports, too many times people look at it so back, you know what, backwards, it, it's unreal. You're always trying to figure out how to get better. That's why you can have teams that have the best record and they make deals at the trading deadline. Why? To get better. 
And you'll hear people, hey, what does this team need to do? Why would you change anything? Look how good they are. Look at the record. It's like, ugh, media people. And I'm a media person, but somebody has to call it out because there's some really dumb things. And right now, I have no problem when people, because they're, they're, you know, outside of our little A's bubble, there's Jason Stark just wrote an athlete, just wrote an article for The Athletic. It was a scathing article. Well, you know, we deserve it. I'm not going to be mad at him. But that's why my whole deal every day, the premise of every show is like, how do you get out of this? How do you get better? you got to try and get better. You can't sit there and just say, well, you know, I think it's going to turn around. Well, a lot of these guys, unfortunately, won't be here for the turnaround. But we got to find the guys who are, who is going to be here for the turnaround. And you're seeing some players. You got to highlight those players, and you got to bring it because, because let's face it, harping on players who you know won't even be here by the end of the year, harping on players who won't be here next year. You're wasting your time. A's have used forty-three players. We're not even in June yet. Takes you back to last year. Who did you want to harp on for last year when they used 64 different players? 64. Makes no sense. No reason to harp on it. Find the guys that can help you win. So, like Sears today, Ruiz, Noda. I really like Bladé's defense. I he, he is something special. Nick Allen didn't do much with the stick, but what he did with the glove... That's why Nick's got to play. Nick's got to play. Nick's got to figure out struggles with the bat, how to get hot with the bat, how to battle each and every day offensively, and how to get better. Just going, send him down to AAA. Oh, he's hitting a little bit better. We'll bring him back up. No, he's got to. He's got to. He's got to find it. He's got to find how to battle at this level on a consistent basis because the glove plays. You need to find out as an organization, will the bat play? He's What's AAA going to do for him? And it's like, Cap, tomorrow. I'm happy Cap's back. All right, let's quickly, let's play the, the manager. Here's Mark Kotze after the game. Yes, sir. Very good. What can you say about uh, Sears' performance today? Uh, that was an outstanding performance. You know, I give the kid all the credit. Um, that first inning, you know, didn't get off to a good start. It was really one hitter away from from having to take him out of that game. It was 35 pitches in that inning, and um, you know, just made two great pitches and got himself out of that inning, and then rolled out five scoreless. So, um, you know, you'd love to see that in a young starter um, battled through the first inning and kept his composure and went out and gave his team a chance to win. How much did you or did your pitching staff need a performance like that? No, no question. You know, these young starters, are, you know, they're showing signs continually of, of making progress and improving. And really, that's the, the goal. Um, you know, the start of the year, if you look at where we're at now, I think you can see the growth. Um, they're throwing more strikes. Uh, they're getting deeper into games. And uh, they're starting to understand how to pitch at this level. So, um, you know, we needed that start, and uh, it was a good one. And um, you know, you, you, you hate to lose a game like that, but it was a it was a well played game all around. It feels like Sears has been one of your more consistent pitchers so far this season. Is that inaccurate? I think that's accurate. I think um, you know JP's done a nice job, and he continues to get better. Um, you know, he like you said, he's he's continuing to work on on his command, establishing his changeup, making speeds in the zone. And, uh, and this is a good lineup. Uh, this is one of the better lineups he's going to face. And uh, to get through six innings, only give him two runs. It's, it's a good job. And then um, Jordan, I mean, what can what can you do there in that situation? Well, you know, he's the one guy in the lineup that you, you you can't let beat you. And you know, it's a three-one slider that actually wasn't a bad pitch or from my angle. Jordan went out. It looked like he might have been sitting on the slider and, and kind of hooked it to right field. So he's a special player. I put him in the trap category for sure. And then uh, your offense, Ruiz, 
doing it with his legs today. Yeah, you really the offense. Um, you know, we had a chance to take the lead there in the uh, eighth inning or seventh inning, top of the eighth inning um, with, with Noda up and Ruiz on third again. And, uh, you know, the first time he came through with that sack fly to center, uh, unfortunately this time, you know, we didn't get the job done and it ended up hurting us. Thank you. Yeah, that guy Jordan sits there right in that order and you realize, whoo, he is a special, special guy. I'm going back. He said... Uh, Oh, no. You know what? I'm looking at the wrong. You know what? My bust. Katze's right. I was looking at the wrong thing. I, my little uh, rant there earlier, I was wrong on the pitches. I apologize to Love Lady. I apologize to Jordan. But I'll tell you this the ball that he drove deep into center field for the sack fly uh, in the first. And then the home run that Jordan then hit in the eighth, his two productive at-bats, the ball was in the same location. One was a fastball, one was a slider. But both had not very good outcomes. You can't – anything down – I'm looking at the box on MLB.com. Anything in the box is death. Middle, down. When I mean middle, I mean it could be middle outside, middle inside, down in, down middle, down outside, down anything. So they break the square down on MLB.com. So you have the top three boxes, the middle three boxes, and the bottom three boxes, okay? So there's nine boxes. If you have anything inside the six boxes in the middle, or down below. So that's middle, left, and right. Middle, left, and right. If you have anything in those boxes, middle, down to the bottom of the strike zone, it's death with this guy. You either got to be out, in, or up. You cannot be living in that quadrant inside inside that square, rectangle, whatever you want to call it. If you're in the middle of it anywhere or in the bottom of it anywhere, it's death. There are certain ways to pitch, guys. You threw him a slider and the fastball in the same location. It was different speeds, but it doesn't matter. It's his happy zone. We know how we feel in the happy zone. It doesn't matter what you pitch you throw if you're in my happy zone because I love everything there. You can throw any kind of party in my happy zone, and I'm going to beat it up. And that's what... Jordan does. By the way, he said something there that just makes me cringe, too. And you know I love Kotze, and I understand, and it's easier for him. Well, it's easier for me to say this versus what he's doing. I mean, he's got he's to live with this every single day. I live with it every day, but I'm not the manager. I'm just the, I'm just the, the, the joker on after the games. But when he said, oh, you know, you know, looking at it early in that first inning, worrying about having to pull Sears. No, no, no. No. The A's have to stop the mentality from the front office to the manager to the coaching staff that we're grinding still the record. No, 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 no. What you've done hasn't worked. At some point, you have to realize the strategy hasn't worked. Abort mission. Abort, abort, abort. Rethink. Redo. Re-strategize. It was like I was looking at the, the, I was looking at the data today. How you have Hunter Brown has struggled against right-handed hitters this year. And I'm thinking, here we go. The lineup wasn't out yet. You know, we're going to put a – he's right-handed, so we're going to put up all of our left-handed hitters. Luckily, we didn't do that. Really didn't make a difference. But it's like, at some point, you just have to say, let the young guys play. And once they start figuring out, that's how you're going to win games. You're not going to win games by going, oh, my God, let's get Sears out to get to the worst bullpen. Let Sears figure it out. The, the A's gain more to – I would debate anybody inside our organization today. 
The A's got better today as a ball club by letting Sears figure it out. By him struggling in the first inning, figuring it out, and then throwing great five innings after that, you got better as a team. But if you're grinding, oh, my God, oh, my God, how many pitches? He's struggling. we got to get him out. we got to go to the bullpen because you're worried about the score. And the... You wouldn't have got better today. You wouldn't have got better. You got better by letting somebody work it out. You got better by letting younger players play and figure out how to play at this level. You're not getting better by grinding. Well, you're 10 and 37. If my if I'm wrong, why is it 10 and 37? And you say, well, the integrity of the game, and there's a strategy, and you need to still play. No, you need to play young guys and let the young guys learn. And you know what? You'll start to see in June. You'll start to see in July. And you'll start to see in August these young kids coming together, playing well together, and winning together. Mix and matching veteran guys who are not everyday players. These veteran guys we have, they're not everyday players. You want to treat them like everyday players? You'll be 10 and 37. All right, uh, we've heard from everybody. Coming up next, strategy today for Sears, same strategy tomorrow for James Caprillion. We'll talk about it next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. You're listening to A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good. But it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. 
Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for all the card combo orders. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. It's 40 love here in the third set. And there's the bell. She's coming off the bench hot, looking for a quick knockdown. But wait, she's driving to the hoop. Oh, down goes the champ. Now that's another double fault. She'll be shooting too. The serve is up. And here comes the left hook. She's bundled her home and auto insurance with Progressive. Swish, ace, savings, TKO. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Oh, we're in the danger zone now, baby. When you're watching the game tomorrow and NBC Sports California puts that box up, James Caprillion cannot live in that box. That is the danger zone. He's got to live on the perimeter. That's where his strikes have to be. He lives in there. If you watch Top Gun and you're not a great fighter pilot, you're going to be ejecting out of that fighter jet if you're living in the... Oh, that's terrible. We took it as far as we could take it. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. we got a lot of games, by the way, that haven't been played yet. Bottom of the second, Cardinals lead two zip. Over the Dodgers, bottom of the second. Braves on top of the Mariners, two zip. Later on tonight, Twins at the Angels, 7-0-7. Red Sox at the Padres, 7-10. A final today, White Sox beat the Royals, 5-1. How about the Orioles coming back and beating the Blue Jays, 6-5, a final in 10. Orioles, the second fastest team to 30 wins this year behind the Rays. Nationals, 5. Tigers, 2. D-backs took down the Pirates 4-3. Rangers all over the Rockies 11-5. Corey Seager, a big two-run shot in that one. He is back. Phillies took down the Cubs 12-3. Marlins shut out the Giants. What time was that game? Is that a 1 o'clock start today, Pasto? Uh, Marlins beat the Giants one zip. Let's see, how fast is a 1-0 game? Giants, it was 216. One nothing. Wow. Uh Reds over the Yankees over the Reds, seven to four. Blue Jays beat the excuse me. Rays beat the Brewers eight to four and postponed because of weather. Guardians at the New York Mets. That is your out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. What do we have rolling tomorrow? What's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Uh, we got a little uh, Fromber Valdez up against James Caprillion. That's what we got rolling for you. We're going to have A's total access for you. Is at 1030 tomorrow morning? Woo, 1030. Brunch with Townie up and early. For a lot of you, you've already accomplished a lot of your day. 
For some of us, we like to sleep in. Baseball people, we stay up late. 1030 A's total access. You're going to hear from the skipper, Mark Katze, our weekly conversation. And then first pitch is going to be at, is it 11-10 first pitch? 11-10. Valdez Caprillion. Caprillion. Now it is about location, changing speeds, utilizing the slider. He's got to mix in a change. He's got to pitch. Watch Watch the box tomorrow. That's all I want you to do. Watch the box. Where are his pitches inside that box? Is he living inside the danger zone, or is he living on the edges where he needs to be and not pitching to the fat part of the bat? Last time out, he looked pretty good. Seven innings, three runs, six hits. Down in Vegas, he was 1-0 and in two starts, 1.08 ERA. Or are we going to see the guy who started out the year struggling, 0-3 with a 10.17 ERA? Which James Caprillion's going to show up? Because each time he's going to the mound, this guy's pitching for his career. I'm not trying to be overdramatic here. He's 29 years old. Who is he? What is he going to be? Because we talked at spring training. This was his year. He's healthy. He feels good. He thinks he's a front-of-the-rotation pitcher. Well, this is when you prove it. They've called you back up. Stomach illness for Drew Rusinski. Let's face it, 0-4 with a 9 ERA. Rusinski had to go. Had to figure out something to do with him because putting him out on the mound wasn't working. So he goes on the IL for 15 days. Now, Cap, it's your time. It's his time. We'll see what he does tomorrow. A's with the loss to the Astros 3-2. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful Saturday. And we'll see everybody tomorrow at 10.30 right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.